Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to Soulful of Sunshine podcast. I'm Rachel back again to talk about the third eye chakra. It is uh, well, it's the sixth chakra. It's personally probably my favorite chakra, to be honest with you. I don't know why, but I just feel like this one is very powerful and very life-changing when it's opened and balanced and, you know, flowing freely. This is going to be kind of a long one just because I feel like there's a lot to say and talk about. Um, A few random tidbits of my favorite chakra. Um, The third eye is also called the mind's eye or the inner eye. It's a, it's like a mystical invisible eye and it's usually you know, depicted as located on the forehead, like in between your eyes, but up a little bit. It provides the perception beyond ordinary sight. And in uh, Hinduism, the third eye refers to the brow chakra, or I can't pronounce it, it's A-J-N-A, Ajna chakra. In both Hinduism and Buddhism, the third eye is said to be located like right around the middle of your forehead, like I just said. It's like slightly above the eyebrows. It represents the enlightenment that one achieves through meditation. It also refers to the gate that leads to the inner realms and spaces of higher consciousness. In spirituality, it often symbolizes a state of enlightenment. Um, It's associated with, you know, religious visions, clairvoyance, I'll get into the clairs in another episode as well. Um, It also refers to the ability to observe chakras and um, auras, recognition, and out-of-body experiences like astral travel, so forth. Um, It's considered to be extremely powerful because it's like a potent source of intuitive wisdom that can guide you towards you know, whatever you pursue. It helps you, you know, get rid of negativity. It can provide knowledgeable insights and perhaps lead you to the highest form of intelligence by helping you open your eyes towards what needs attention and what needs worked on and what needs healed, etc. It's also the seat of your anger and knowledge and the spiritual awareness and like your awakened wisdom, basically. So, I mean, I think that healing the third eye chakra is like a huge, huge step on the spiritual path if you want to go down that path. It opens you up to not only a new world of like spiritual and intuitive insight, but it also helps you just to feel more clear and more focused when it comes to the day-to-day life and decision-making and all that fun stuff. A clear clear third eye chakra helps you to be alert and aware in every way you can imagine. It's also believed to be linked to the uh, pineal gland. So for those of you that don't know, what is the pineal gland? It is a like a pea-sized gland shaped like a pine cone that's located in the vertebrae brain near the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. It's often seen as a tool of seers or mystics, psychics, whatever, and is considered to be the organ of supreme universal connection. It plays a huge role in 
a lot of cultures throughout the world. Uh, you know, the, the gland is, you know, little teeny tiny and it's at the base of the skull and it produces melatonin, uh, which, you know, affects your circadian rhythms and reproductive hormones. So, um, let's say here, I mean, people with like a strong and open third eye chakra or pituitary gland, you know, those kind of people tend to have just an energy about them. You know, they have that little sparkle in their eyes or they tend to be really bright and you just like sense that deep wisdom when you look into their eyes. It's also like a calm yet strong energy that can like shift and change and transform your life. So the third eye is um, typically linked with or, you know, compared or not compared, but related to your intuition, your imagination, your inner teacher, your psychic vision, your spiritual knowledge, like I just said earlier. It relates to the inner and the outer version. So like... It's like our physical relationship to the natural world, if that makes sense. It's where we obtain the ability to, you know, envision ideas and, you know, even sophisticated mental constructs to be materialized into the physical world. It's that gut feeling and it's where we create meaning and consciousness to everyday life. So our little basics, breaking down the name in Sanskrit, God, I can't talk once again today, is Ajna or Agya, meaning command or to perceive. So while we see with our two eyes for the physical world, the third eye is believed to reveal insights to the inner realms and the perceptions beyond your ordinary sight. In ancient Egypt, the symbol of the eye of Horus mirrors the placement of the pineal gland in the human head. The element is light. The location, again, is in, you know, on your forehead between your eyebrows and the crystals that are related to or used with um, are, let's see, well, the top three are, hmm. I would say the top three are like amethyst, lapis lazuli, and sodalite. So amethyst is, you know, associated with memory and focus and spiritual balance. And lapis lazuli is the stone of friendship and truth, awareness, and can help you discover your self-worth. And sodalite represents, you know, focus, balance, mental clarity, and encourages calm, creative energy. But I also think that I'm going to list a couple of crystals here. I mean, like black obsidian, citrine, clear quartz. I should have put that one up on the top three, top four. Um, Lapidolite, really like that one too. Celestite, fluorite, labradite. Those are all really good ones too. Um, I am going to, after I finish these chakra episodes, I'm going to start diving into um, crystals. So I'll do an episode on, you know, the crystals that... I personally, you know, use in my day-to-day life and what I think have been most beneficial to my healing journey. Just to give you guys a little more information, I know I've been asked for by at least three people now to do that. So that's what I'll do next. Um, essential oils are jasmine's a good one, lemon, 
sandalwood. And now that I think about it, like when I first moved out of my kid's dad's, you know, the home I had with him, I had, you know, my little essential oil diffusers and I didn't even realize until, I mean, really recently because I used jasmine. I'm not a big fan of jasmine. It's okay. I'm just more of like a lemony and a sandalwood and just like a crisp, fresh, clean type of smell. So I would use that in my diffuser. And I mean, back then when I first moved, I didn't know. I had no clue. You know, I could have been, you know, opening my chakras and not even know it. So, you know, you could also do the same. The color that is related with the third eye chakra is indigo. I'm going to go on a quick little rant about the color indigo because it's just it's necessary, I think. Um, basically, the color indigo, it opens the door to the divine. And it's the color that we associate with night and the darkness. And it's at night when our senses become finer and a different part of us awakens. It brings clarity to the sense organs. You know, you're seeing, hearing, feeling. It connects to your sixth sense AKA your third eye. Indigo is also, it's like a bridge between heaven and earth. So between the left and the right hemispheres, it's also, you know, between life and death. It helps to make a transition towards, you know, towards life or towards death, basically. And indigo, the color energy is, you know, it represents deep change and like the power that it holds is wild. So let's see here. What are we going to dig into next? Or what do I have written down here? Um, basically, I don't know. Indigo also, I feel like right before, <laughs> before I continue on, um, indigo also represents, you know, the path of effortless action. That means like when you are in action, you are not imposing on your own ego or will on the situation. Action simply just flows through you and you can accomplish everything effortlessly. Um, the chant used for the third eye chakra is OM, like A-U-M or O-M. And yoga poses there are like the top ones I would say are the eagle pose, the dolphin pose, and a headstand pose. Google's your friend. Check them out if you're interested. Also, the child's pose and the wide-legged forward fold pose is good when, you know, working with healing, opening, unblocking, unclogging. It's basically any pose that gets your energy flowing upward is what you want when doing third eye work. Because basically when, when the consciousness like moves to the center of the forehead, it manifests as either anger, awareness, or alertness. So knowledge and awareness is, you know, the upward flow of energy that is manifested by the sixth chakra. And at the same point, it's also the seat of anger where like that energy flows downward and it's, you know... It, I don't know how to explain this. You have to be able to get like all of your chakras aligned and flowing freely so that you can like very gently and like a river flow. You, like, you know, you want to 
send whatever you need to down your chakras, down through your root chakra into Mother Earth so that, you know, she can absorb it and transmute it, whatever you want to call it, and send those healing energies back up or to call in the divine source energy from, you know, up in the realm coming down. It's really confusing. Hopefully that made sense. So the organs that are commonly linked with the third eye are the stomach, your intestines, your gallbladder, liver, pancreas, uh, your spleen. If your third eye chakra is open and balanced and unblocked and freeing, like free flowing, you tend to have, you know, good vision, a healthy thyroid, good metabolism, uh, like strong upper body, a flexible neck, good oral health. And then internally it, you know, you have an open flowing intuitive sense or, you know, you're perceptive, you're sensitive, you're able to connect images and feelings, or you're comfortable with psychic experiences. You tend to be emotionally balanced or peaceful. Um, it can also, you know, a sign would be to have a good memory or being able to think symbolically or to notice, you know, the symbols or the signs, etc. You could remember dreams easier, have the ability to visualize, use your imagination, um, and I mean, most importantly, like having mental strength and endurance and clarity. I mean, that's obviously pretty important. So if your third eye is imbalanced or blocked, you know, the physical symptoms could be uh, frequent headaches, vision problems, uh, recurring sinus infections or nasal congestion, allergies, uh, night blindness, and then like internally, you know, if you have the inability to inability, Jesus, Rachel, inability to see deeper truth and connection, or you are unable to be in like the witness point of view, you could invalidate psychic experiences or mystical visions or your intuition just could be shut off. Basically, you're just living kind of like in a spaced out version. If it is blocked completely, it can manifest as, you know, deep sadness or depression, which causes, you know, loneliness. It can cause delusions, hallucinations, nightmares, flashes of anxiety. Uh, it could cause you to be in denial or obsessive or arrogant or have a lack of clarity, a feeling of being, you know, stuck in the daily grind or the inability to realize your vision or to believe in it. You could have also overactive fantasies or illusions. Some of the physical symptoms of it being blocked would be like irritable bowel syndrome, eating disorders, weight gain, ulcers, diabetes, indigestion, or any kind of issues with your pancreas, liver, and colon, or even heartburn for that matter. Then if your, if your third eye chakra isn't necessarily blocked or clogged or imbalanced, but if you need shadow work to be done, then you could tend to feel a lack of, you know, lack of clarity or vision. You feel stuck. You feel the inability to see like the whole picture 
type of thing. You could feel disconnected from any type of spiritual perceptions, have a poor memory, um, the inability to think abstractly, or like the lack of being able to use your imagination. You could be insensitive or show like sociopathic behaviors and bad decision making. So as you as you unfold like the petals of your third eye chakra, you begin to recognize those patterns and you can see where you have been and then where you're stuck and where you're going. And that is powerful alone. So, you know, to activate your third eye, I think you should, you know, change your diet, use essential oils. Um, you could go sun gazing, definitely meditation, chant, um, you know, use crystals. That's to activate it. So then to open it, once again, sun gazing, the breath work, uh, you can use essential oils or just simply, you know, breathe. I'll go into that further in detail in a minute here, but meditating. Like personally, what I do is I like I'll sit down or lay down. I try to sit down when I'm doing like like a serious meditation, like where I like have a specific intention or, you know, area that I'm trying to focus on. So I will focus the space between my eyes and I picture a like a glowing, powerful indigo light just radiating from my third eye as I meditate, which is like breathing, breathing in deeply. And it's okay if you have thoughts that come up while you're meditating, just, and I'm really bad about that, but you just have to simply let them come and then let them go and just, you know, focus, get your focus back to where you want it. You can whisper the phrase or word or words to yourself while you meditate to help you open your third eye. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't, but it should be something that resonates with you. Like, you know, I choose happiness or I'll, I'll list some other affirmations that I've used, but you can also chant the sound um while meditating. And that helps you open up your third eye even quick, quicker and easier. And then you can use hand mudras to channel the energy. So basically, and I have done this and I, I don't know if it works or not, but I think it helps. I mean, if, if you believe it, it'll, it'll be true. You just make a heart with your hands and then you lift your middle fingers up into a triangle and that activates the third eye chakra. And, you know, making meditation a part of your daily routine helps to keep your third eye open and active and flowing freely and just you, it's so necessary to do that. Even if you don't want to meditate, at least being mindful of that will help. So um, affirmations that you could use or mantras like while meditating or even like repeating over and over again while you're driving in the car or if you're having a moment or a mental breakdown or you just need to like take a second, you know, balancing the energy flow can be kind of tricky, but I mean, literally pick anything, pick any kind of phrase. You could say, you know, I see my life's purpose clearly, or I am connected to the spiritual world, or I am open to the truths of the universe. I use that one personally. And I also use this one. I am connected to the divine within. I really like that one. And, or like I am wise. I am connected to my higher power. 
I love that one. Like I'll say that, you know, 10 times as I'm breathing in and out or like I'll put the timer, not even the timer. Sometimes I set that timer, but I try not to because then it like disrupts my brain if I am kind of like in the flow of things. Because once you get it open and going, it's kind of hard to turn it off. So you could also say I am worthy of love and joy. I am open to new experiences. I am moving towards my purpose. I trust my intuition. That's a good one. Or my feelings and thoughts are valid. Those are all like really good affirmations, I think personally. Then if you are just needing to balance your third eye, I've never tried this one, but I I stumbled across this when I was looking up stuff the other day. I am kind of curious to try this though. It, it sounds weird, but it says that you can press your forehead on the floor, close your eyes, and bring your awareness to your third eye. And then you bring your inner energy into the chakra, and then you let it show you how you would see the world through it, if that makes sense. And then you gently massage your pineal gland by slightly turning your head to the sides back and forth slowly. Don't know if that works personally, but I am, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe I'll give it a try and let you guys know how that works in the next chakra episode. So also to balance your third eye, you could eat, you know, eat clean, eat healthy, switch up your diet. That's also really good for not only your physical health, but the rest of your chakras as well. Um, raw cocoa is really good for you or garlic, lemon, watermelon, uh, honey, like the real honey, coconut oil. I use the shit out of that. Uh, hemp seeds, cilantro. Love that. Ginseng, vitamin D. Um, I, you know what, now that I think about it, my spiritual awakening started around the time. I mean, there was a factor of things obviously that like, you know, all affected that, but I, um, what was it? I think I can't remember if I have, what is it called? Um, like low iron. So like my doctor prescribed me vitamin D, like the, the strongest dose. And I started taking those when I moved out or when I moved to my new house shortly after I moved. And I like, that was right around the time when the awakening started. Maybe it's related. I don't know. But, um, let's see. You could also balance it by practicing mindfulness every day, even for five minutes for Pete's sake. Like everybody has five minutes. Ten minutes would be ideal, but if you only got five minutes to spare, you know, do what you can. You could also start a dream journal. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or elaborate. Just, you know, have a journal next to your bed. When you wake up in the morning, jot down the main things that you remember. Don't stress out about what you can't remember. Just write it down, whatever comes to your mind. And then, you know, at the end of the month or even two months, three months later, go back and kind of browse through and see if any of those notes or dreams like make sense now or if it, you know, because you could definitely have some aha moments from doing that, which also lets the universe know that you are, you know, noted. You're paying attention. You're intrigued. You're wanting to further this. You're wanting to take the next step. You could also spend more time outside. The weather is getting nice. The sun is shining. Like I feel like the sun is bright as fuck these days too. I don't know if it's just me, but maybe I'm just getting old and blind, but 
every day I'm like, God damn, like you can barely keep your eyes open when the sun's beating down on you, but it feels so freaking beautiful and healing. Ugh, I love the sunshine. You could also take a bath with Epsom salts and essential oils, get your crystals out or get creative, you know, draw a picture, doodle, uh, start a project, start, try something new, just have fun, use your imagination, get creative. Uh, listening to music is also really good. The third eye chakra particularly is triggered by, um, the frequency of 720 Hertz and the musical note A, then deep breathing. Sometimes all it takes to realign your third eye chakra is literally just taking the time to take some deep breaths. So there's a breathing technique practiced in yoga it can be used at any time of the day to reduce stress, but it's it works best if it's done early in the morning or on an empty stomach. Um, but I mean, it also can help later if you are feeling anxious or stressed, you know, nighttime. But I mean, you follow these steps to alleviate the tension in your third eye. So you place your middle fingers over your eyes and your index fingers on your eyebrows, and then your pinky fingers under your cheekbones, and then your thumbs over your ears. I'm going to say that one more time because that's kind of confusing. So you take your, as I do this on myself, <laughs> place your middle fingers over your eyes, and then your index fingers over your eyebrows, pinky fingers under your cheekbones, and thumbs over your ears. And then you take a deep breath in and exhale, exhale the word um. Notice how the um sounds like a bee buzzing. Do this for literally two minutes or until you feel relief. I think that helps personally. And I mean, basically, hmm, you know, having, I don't know, having an open, healthy, functioning third eye chakra, I mean, it allows you to transform the energies of the lower chakras into, you know, higher spiritual vibrations if you're ready and committed, like you cannot go into this, like, you know, cause I struggled with this in the very beginning. Like I thought it was all about the third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye. Like I thought that was the most important one, the most, you know, it's like seems to be the most popular one, even I think personally, but if you only focus on that, then, I mean, you could very easily become ungrounded and disconnected with your physical life on the earth, you know, that includes, you know, your relationships with your family and friends and work and all of that. And, you know, that's no bueno. I mean, that, that could result to you basically like throwing a wrench into all your chakra flow and you don't want to do that. Like, I don't know, basically, once I actually did the homework and I started trying to heal and like open and strengthen my third eye chakra was when I kind of stumbled across, you know, the significance of all the chakras. And I mean, the, the lower chakras are definitely, in my opinion, the more important ones to, to start with. I mean, you need to, you need to heal yourself. You need to get in deep and heal what is broken in you and, heal your inner child trauma and, you know, any kind of PTSD or, you know, trauma, because if you're not healed, like truly healed, then 
any of the upper chakras, like the third eye chakra is never going to be open the way that it has the potential to, if you're not willing to release the trauma, release the negativity, release that stagnant energy. And then, I mean, most importantly, in my opinion, is, you know, the the root chakra. I mean, you're grounding yourself. You have to be connected to the mother earth, like completely. I mean, you have to be so firmly planted with your roots going down into the earth that you are you're grounded, you're safe, you're connected to Mother Earth, because when you do that, then you're able to have that flow of energy from the bottom of your feet, you know, flowing all the way up through your crown chakra and up to the realm or the divine or heaven or whatever you want to call it, your higher consciousness. It's super, super important. I cannot stress it enough. Um... I'm trying to think, what was I going to say? Dang it. Um, intuitively, I don't know who needs to hear this, but like before I wrap this up, I feel like there's no coincidence that, you know, multiple people have asked me like randomly too with that, which is kind of funny, but about crystals, you know, like, you know, people can say whatever they want and, you know, oh, they're just rocks. Like they don't mean anything. They don't do anything. Well, that's a matter of opinion and don't knock it until you try it. So if you're, you know, at a random store or if you, you know, anything, if you are, if you feel drawn to a particular crystal, get it. It doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, you could literally go to a crystal store and get probably, I mean, get a shit ton of crystals for a little price. You know, you could get a little one or a big one or a sphere or a pyramid or a ball or a, um, an unpolished one or, you know, there's so many different freaking brands and not brands, but like types and forms of crystals. I personally like the, um, what do you call it? It's like, like where they stand up on their own with a point at the top. I do like those. I don't know why, or I like, I, for some reason I like the like rougher, like unpolished ones. I just feel like I don't think I connect with them or I don't know why, but if you are curious or if you feel drawn, even in the littlest way, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. You could literally go outside and pick up any fucking rock that you want to, you know, if you wanted to. Um, I personally think, I mean, cause I've kind of went down the rabbit hole a little bit. Okay, well, let me just back up. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. I don't know. I wasn't not planning on doing this or talking about this, but I had a dream a while ago, and it was fucking bonkers. Like, and it was right when I first was drawn to crystals and, you know, the healing properties and the, you know, all the whole world of crystals. And I had this weird ass dream that, because I think I, before I went to bed, I think I had been researching like amethyst or something, but I had a dream that I was an Indian woman, like an old, old woman. And I was in this cave underground and I, I didn't have any teeth. I think I had maybe like three teeth. I don't remember for sure. But I remember in the dream I was underground and there was like a war going on or like people were trying to get me and I had all of these kids in this cave like underground with me and I'm pretty sure they were my grandkids I'm not sure but like I don't I don't remember talking in my dream I just remember like keeping them under my wing and I remember like holding all of them around me and I had in my mouth I had a red 
crystal in my mouth, like shoved in my gums. And I remember pulling it out and thinking like, this is what they're after. This is what they want. And this is what, you know, I will die if they, you know, I will die protecting this if I have to. And it was like a red, like sapphire looking crystal. And ever since then, I mean, like I woke up, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like I've lost my goddamn mind. But I don't know what, maybe, maybe I was an Indian woman in a past life. Maybe that something similar to that really did happen in another lifetime. But I mean, to me that like, it was very symbolic. It was very significant in the ways of like, you know, how do I explain this? This is, um, I just feel like if you're gonna, if you're willing to believe it and accept it and acknowledge it and use it, you know, in your day-to-day life, if you're willing to like use your imagination and let your creativeness come out, then like the healing modalities or techniques or like in the whole bunch of methods, like if crystals are your thing, do it. Like, I mean, personally, I, cause I remember when I woke up the next day, it was shortly after that, you know, I went to the crystal store and I just kind of browsed around for red crystals and I didn't necessarily find a red crystal that jumped out to me, but I pretty sure that was when I got turned on to citrine and labradite for some reason, those two crystals and clear quartz. I love the shit out of clear quartz, you know, go to a crystal store or a metaphysical store or a, I mean, wherever they sell crystals at, I'm pretty sure they sell, I mean, they sell them at freaking Marshall's and TJ Maxx even now. I'm not so sure if those ones are real. You'd have to do your homework or like read the box, but, or even order some on Amazon. But either way, personally, I think you should go, you know, in person and you just go in. I think I've said this even before, like go in with your eyes closed, not into the store. You know what I mean? But Go stand in front of some crystals, close your eyes and ask your intuition, ask your higher self to, to allow the crystal that you need most in your life right now to stand out or like, you know, ask it to, for your eyes to be drawn to the particular crystal that you need and then open your eyes and see what pops out at you first, you know, even the first, you know, two or three, but in my experience, like don't, don't second guess it. Don't overthink it. Just literally take it as it is. Open your eyes, whatever one you draw, you're drawn to go to it, browse them, look at them, touch them, pick them up. Which one feels good to you? Like, like really rub your fingers and use your senses and like feel the, the grittiness or the roughness or the, you know, softness, or just like the energy that that particular crystal gives you. And if it resonates with you, if you like it, if it feels good, if you get that like tingling or buzzing sensation, then obviously, yeah, you need that crystal. And, you know, like a hundred fucking crystals later, here we are, but like different crystals. I see here I am. I'm talking about crystals. So no, it's not even that episode yet. I'm going to pause all that shit for the next one, but hopefully you guys get it. Like crystals are important. Crystals are powerful. They like, they're beautiful, 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 beautiful. Sun gazing is beautiful. Freaking you are beautiful. Every single person has the ability to live happily. And, you know, even when shit's hard, like, you know, I need, well, I need to make an effort to like keep on trucking with the TikToks. I just feel so freaking weird, like talking, 
just talking to my camera and like posting it. I'm, I'm getting there. I mean, I don't really, I don't care about what people say or think like literally at all, but it's just, I don't know, it's awkward because I'm not used, I don't usually like attention on me that much. I just like, I don't know. I like to keep to myself, but I've really been making an effort and I'm trying. So bear with me. I haven't given up on this website shit, but oh my God, between that and just life in general, it's a little rocky sometimes, but I know that, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And yeah, so intuitively the message, get a crystal, research a crystal, whatever you feel drawn to. And also, I mean, I know I just did the episode on the uh, gray rock method and I don't know why, like all I have been able to think about lately is just narcissism and manipulation, gaslighting, and like the serious effects that it really has on a person and society and the vibration of the world, realistically. I mean, I can't help but to think that like something like a snowball is morphing and like, you know, tumbling, turning, forming into a bigger snowball. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like in my gut that like the world's about to change in the near future. I don't know if it's going to be the good or bad, but just know that if you are, you know, taking the time and making the effort to heal yourself and just focus on yourself and your happiness and like what matters to you and, you know, you need to prioritize your, you know, your, your life. I mean, prioritize everything and you need to be first on your priority list. Like people that have suffered and been the victim of, you know, narcissism in whatever way, shape or form, it can affect you deeply like forever. And you don't want that to happen. You don't, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I need to say like family members, even like, I feel like a lot of us get so, I mean, our brains are trained basically to like respect your family, respect your elders, respect whoever. Fuck that. I'm sorry, but respect is a two-way street. And just because you are the blood relation to someone does not mean that you should give all your power away to them. Like if, if you are dealing with a person, for some reason, I want to say family member again, that is a narcissist or that is like two-faced or just very, like gives you the, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know who this is about, but I just feel like like an aunt or an uncle or a cousin or like even like a step-sibling maybe even. I don't know, but you don't have to take the abuse. You do not have to take the freaking you know, you don't have to be on the shit end of the stick. You don't have to keep just taking the energy and taking the shit over and over again. You don't have to do that. You should not do that. Like you need to say, I will not do that. Practice your affirmations, practice your freaking self-love, self-worth, start at that bottom root chakra, work your way on up. And by the time, if you do do this, and if you take it seriously, even, I mean, there's, I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's like seven main chakras. So pick a chakra a fucking day. In one week's time, let me know how you feel because I promise if you take 10 minutes a day for seven days, 
you know, a chakra a day, do the affirmations, do a meditation, do whatever you feel drawn to do. And I'm very curious if you do try this to see how you feel a week later, because, you know, the power within yourself is it's like indescribable. I mean, you are, you are invincible if you want to be and you don't have to tolerate shit from anybody or, you know, anybody or anything even, you know, like it just sucks. I feel like, like my throat feels scratchy all of a sudden and I feel like my stomach is turning and I don't know why, but it's like, you can only live in the shoes of like the victim and like, just keep getting hit after hit after hit and blow after blow after blow. And then to have to deal with like two-faced people, you know, plotting against you or talking shit about you or trying to make your life difficult on purpose. All you need to know is you don't got to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them. You can literally, I mean, if you have to deal with them, be like I talked about in the gray rock, gray rock method episode, you know, Engage as little as possible, as boring and uninteresting and undesirable as you possibly can to kind of deter them away from you. And I know it's hard, but you can't, you cannot live a happy life or even a like moderate, like, you know, not even happy, but just a meh life. Nobody deserves that. Like, I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care what dumb shit you've done or, you know, even like bad shit. Like every single person makes mistakes. Every single person fucks up. Every single person signed up to experience these things before you reincarnated. And like, remind yourself that. Give yourself some grace. Cut yourself some slack. Like pat yourself on the shoulder when you deserve it and when it's needed. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to, you know, cancel plans or, you know, not go to family events if it, you know, if it means that you're going to have to take an emotional beating, basically. You don't have to do that to yourself. Yeah, they may be your family. Yeah, you may disappoint someone. Well, guess what? You ain't disappointing yourself and that's what should matter. And if like, if anybody in your life can't respect your decision to protect yourself and your, you know, your everything then then those people shouldn't probably be in your life or have access to your energy at least as much as you're probably giving them energy vampires are real um and it's only going to continue i mean if you allow it until you put your foot down and stick up for yourself you don't even have to cause a scene by doing so just like you know short sweet and to the point is the best way to go in my opinion you can be kind, you can, you know, hi, how's it going? And fucking leave it at that. Like it, yeah. If they love you, if they're really meant to be in your life, they will respect your boundaries. They will, you know, they will respect you in the long run because I mean, if you just have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, I know it's scary. I know it sucks. I know it's lonely, but it's only lonely if you let it be lonely. If you can get yourself into a mindset where you, you're not lonely, like you're excited to go and do you and focus on you and do those meditations or do your breath work or try out yoga by yourself, looking like a fool in your living room. Like, trust me. I remember the first time I tried, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to walk for fucking three days. Cause like my body, I'm like, yeah. But I laughed at myself. Like it it was funny. I thought, and I felt like an idiot, but 
I mean, that alone, just laughing at yourself and having the ability to do that is pretty powerful in itself. So don't know who needed to hear that, but that's all I got for today, folks. Um, so next coming up will be, I don't know if I'm going to do the crown chakra next or if I want to start with like a quick little crystal type of like one-on-one, like quick, brief opening to the crystal episodes. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. What do you guys think? Let me know. But that's all I got for today. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day and loves themselves and sets boundaries and tries a crystal in their life and use that third eye chakra, heal it, open it, let it freaking flow through you. The color indigo again is really powerful. It's really freaking, it's a beautiful thing, but okay. I'm going to shut up now. I will talk to you all soon and I hope you all have a lovely day. Bye.